It's the only wrestling podcast on earth with one Major League Baseball All-Star, two-time All-Star, comeback player of the year, the head coach himself, Dimitri Young. What's up, D? I probably shouldn't be holding this shirt up right now with Billy Ripken with the fuck face on the knob of the back, but... <laughs> I mean, you said so, right? <laughs> Hold it up, does it matter? We've got the man who's been rocking the balls off the world since the 90s. Is that better? Is that better, Lars? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, that's not like teabagging and stuff. <laughs> Look, listen, he's been serenading us with his golden voice for many, many years. The man from Branson is Lars Fredrickson. Serenading, serenading, showers. <laughs> He's not one, one, not two, not three, but four Stanley Cups. And guess what? Not only does he have just as many Stanley Cups as there are people in the Four Horsemen, he is the man behind every storyline of wrestling. It's Derek McCarty. Good to be here, boys. Good to see you. Way to hold the fort down. It's all been Pete Williams, the two-time X Division champion, the man behind the man behind the man at Impact Wrestling right now. <laughs> What's going on, Pete? How's she going, eh? Listen. And we got uh, our host, the main host, the producer, the director, you name it, executive VP, whatever you want to call him, the undisputed Dennis Farrell. Dennis. Thank you, guys. Listen, it is every wrestling nerd's Christmas right now. It's WrestleMania week. And I got to say, as much as we've bagged on the WWE, they have got it right this week. We've had takeovers two nights in a row. We've had a SmackDown. If you do the math, WWE has put out programming nine straight days. Not only that, but we've got AEW. AEW has their first house show. We have an Impact special coming up. What is it? Saturday afternoon, PD? Yeah, I think it's uh, 3 o'clock Eastern, I believe, Matt. Special matinee start time. Here's the problem mm. with that. We were actually going to go over some of those cards, but only two matches have been announced. Yeah. So I don't want to step on anybody's toes if there's any surprises by trying to talk about it. So we will save it maybe for a recap. But guys, let me gauge each one of you before we jump in and start really talking about it. And we, this is our first live show. So by the way, thank you, everybody. We got the comments up. Feel free to chat with us. How excited are you? Because we actually had one guy booked for the show, and I don't want to call him out for the, uh, call him out, but I said, "Hey, we're gonna have to push you back. We're gonna do a preview show for WrestleMania." He's like, "I'm not excited one bit for this WrestleMania." So I want to gauge each one of yours' excitement going going into WrestleMania weekend. Lars, we'll start with you. You know, I'm kind of lukewarm, honestly. Uh, I I. It's sort of just uh, I'm just lukewarm. I don't really have much to say about that. I think I think some of the matchups are good, but um, you know I'm not really overtly excited like I would have been maybe three years ago. Let's just say. So I think what, but sometimes you go in with low expectations, you get higher outcome. So, um. So I was I was excited uh, last year prior to COVID. It, it looked like it was going to be good watching Royal Rumble or McIntyre won. You know, it looked like they were making a star. I'm like, ooh, okay, this is new. 
Um, I, I like when the fans like organically get behind somebody new and see how it pans out. Then we have the COVID and then and my mind, WrestleMania horrible with no fans and stuff like that. Um, and then looking at the card, what I'm excited about with this WrestleMania is that, you know, they're at the, like, uh, in Tampa at the Raymond James, uh, stadium, uh, you know, it, it holds, it could hold up to 75,000 people. Like if we weren't in COVID, uh, I think they're doing 25,000 people each night. Um, so that's going to be cool to get, uh, fans back in there. So I'm, I'm pretty excited for that. I want to, I want to see how they do that. If it's going to be similar to the Super Bowl. Um, and it, it, it's going to be interesting because, you know, they, they, they pipe in the crowd noise, right? And they've been doing that for the last year. And now they actually have live fans at the show. It's going to be interesting to see who's over and who's not, like who the fans are actually legit behind. So that's what I'm excited about. DMAC. I think Lars hit it. I didn't know if you wanted a one to ten or, but I, but Lars about four and a half five. Is that, is that lukewarm or is that? But I think because I think about you and I are about in the same spot. I think I am. You know the 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 match. I'm there's the Roman Reigns Edge uh, Daniel Bryan three way just because if it'll be to Petey's point, I want to see how much the live audience mm. has bought like we all have talked about into Roman Reigns. Has he found that spot? Is this the making of the new Cena, the new Rock, or whatever that he, Vince has pushed us for a while? So I, I was way more excited last year, even when they didn't have fans, but I'm interested, more excited to the point of just to see the fans, but not the wrestling. That makes sense. Yeah. Dimitri? I, I'm, I'm just like everybody else. Wanting to see how the fans are going to interact and who they're going to really cheer for and who they're going to boo because there hadn't been fans. But I'm also looking forward to some of the matchups that we're later going to talk about and seeing who's going to get the rightful push or who's going to end up the champion when we get get to the Raw after WrestleMania. So to me, I'm, I'm more about seven and a half, eight as far as excitement's concerned. <sighs> You know what? Each one of you guys kind of stole a little bit of my point. I think more than anything, it's the fans that make this WrestleMania more exciting for me. I feel like it, it's the retread from last year. It's the same graphics, the same everything that we saw from last season. I really thought the WWE got lazy or dropped the ball off, not trying to do something a little bit different to separate or make this one feel a little bit special because there are the fans instead of retreading the same graphics, the same promo packages. Outside of that, I think the fans are driving my excitement for this show. And not only that, but the week. I mean, we have a big AEW show. The NXT TakeOver shows are always phenomenal. So I, I really think not so much about the show, but the atmosphere and the fans are driving my excitement. I have it at about an eight for me right now. And kind of kind of like uh, D-Max said, it's not so much for the show, but for everything around the show and what the show means. But the thing is, uh, the, the WWE just bogoed themselves. <laughs> Saving money. So hopefully they spend it on the talent. 100% right. So... With that being said, guys, let's jump in. And is there, 
let's jump in. We'll start with the Sasha Banks uh, Bianca Belair matchup, which this by the for me might be the most exciting matchup that I've been excited for because of how they push Belair. They really made that Royal Rumble uh, win feel special. Here we are now, Sasha versus Belair. Let's start with DMAC. We're, who, who are you leaning towards? Well, I'm. this match is interesting, but is anybody else just – I watch uh, – when I'm flipping through stuff, I, I love Bianca Belair, the way she skips to the ring with her hair and she – the way she dances i mean her intro is just gets you going like i gotta watch it so that'll be exciting for that um because it's outdoors she'll probably have to go a lot longer but this should be a good match and and we'll see if this is you know the push off obviously i'm thinking it's mandalorian season so it might be belt time to pass which is you know sort of the temperature that i think so i look for uh Bianca Belair. I'm interested to see it where on the card if they close. Are they closing out the first night? Uh, they don't have I mean, the actual lineup. I heard, but. I heard Mom's the word. That's the rumors, right? Which would be, you know, which would be cool. Um, so I'm excited to see Bianca Belair's entrance. Same. Hopefully. The one thing in WrestleMania is that they do right is the special entrances, and I really hope we get at least one or two special entrances per show. Uh, Bianca would be probably primed person, I would think, that for a special entrance. But as we go, maybe we'll – hopefully it's not Bad Bunny. Uh, we'll talk about that here in a second. Uh, let me hit everybody else. Uh, Dimitri? I'm all for Bianca Belair, and the reason being, Sasha Banks is a very selfless person, and I'm pretty sure that she's pulling to make Bianca Belair a star at WrestleMania. I don't think she too much mind losing it. It's not going to hurt her credibility by her losing it. It'll definitely elevate Bianca if she wins, because she is very, very exciting to watch, and WWE need new women's stars. Let me let me ask you this before I throw it to the others because you brought the point of elevate elevating Belair. If Sasha puts Belair over, would you put this about this about Paige, about that height of where Paige was when she first won that woman's title, or right around there? I say right around there, you know, because when Paige came up, she was the NXT champion and then beat AJ Lee on her first night. I mean, it doesn't get more exciting than that. But the buildup that they're doing is not exactly the best storyline in the world. But you see how Sasha Banks and, and Bianca Belair interacting with each other. So it's definitely going to be one of the more athletic matches that we're going to see. And I think it might steal the show. Lars? Yeah, I was just going to – I was thinking that this might be the the potential show stealer out of, out of the whole card. I think – you know, I don't think Sasha's going to lose the title, but I, I feel like, you know, I think Sasha's so good that she can elevate Bianca, you know what I mean, without losing the title. And I, I would honestly like to see that and see if there's even a wrestler that can still do that. You know what I mean? Like make somebody just as big by even not giving them the belt. I think that if they, they these ladies have an opportunity really to have to have the show, have the match of all matches. And hopefully they're given enough time and, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, there's a, there, the chemistry's there between the two of them. And, um, I can see this as only as, as really, really good, but you never know. I mean, 
you know, sometimes I've been really excited and thinking that two people can really work together on a big stage like this and it's, and it's flopped. And, uh, you know, hopefully it's not like, you know, a Goldberg match or something. Pete. Um, <laughs> I think, well, you know, there's two title matches on night one, uh, three, actually, I think, uh, not to give away my predictions, but I think we will see a title change hands in this match right here. So I think Bianca is going to, gonna take it um I don't, I don't see bailey at all on either night he's not i want to say you know i'm gonna i'm gonna shoot it out there as like an over-the-top prediction i think she's gonna get involved in this match that's what i'm thinking but i i say bianca's winning this one i'm leaning toward bianca myself uh to me it, it it's match placement on how well this match is received by the fans in all honesty if it's the opener it's gonna be a dud if you're going to put it behind something like a Bad Bunny or uh, a Bob, well, I, I guess Bobby Lashley will be closing out the show, but uh, behind a Braun Strowman, I don't think this match will do well at all. It's, it's for me, match placement is the key for this. If this is going to steal the show, it's got to be in a perfect place. It's got to be in that, it's got to be in that uh, Steamboat uh, Macho Man spot. Exactly. Oh my God! Per perfect way, and it has that potential to steal it. By the way, let's yeah. move on to Dmac's favorite match of the of the first night. It's gonna be Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE Championship. Uh, Dmac, I'm gonna throw it to you first. Well, you know I'm rooting for my boy Drew, but he, you know, I and it, and the only reason now that I think that's something is because they broke up the hurt business. But I, I would have. Mm. You know, this is sort of Lashley time, but it, it's one of these that I don't know. I'm not really excited about because it, it's, you know, I'm just, it's the storyline stuff. And it's just it it really what should happen is it, it, it McIntyre should have veered off some other way because Lashley should have this title for a while. So hope maybe he'll keep it. But I got to root for my boy McIntyre. The fact that he won it last year with no crowd. Well, I guess we'll see. Here's the, here's the thing to the point about the pop of the crowd. This match will let you know where everybody's been. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because because you'll you'll hear maybe the hurt business breaking up was something to really you know piss us off. You know, mm -hmm. like there's it, it, something like that to to get the root for Lashley even more because you know mm -hmm. Drew Drew. It's almost like. Lashley could be the baby for you. Like I, I, I'll be. It's it's almost like you know you have your favorite wrestler, you want him to win and whatever less, but you don't think he deserves it because it's sort of the other guy's time. Does that make sense to any of you guys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. You know, so so I'll be intrigued just because whichever way it goes, I hope it tells a story, right? And it and it doesn't tell something stupid. You know, when I when I look at this match, I think. If Bobby Lashley were to lose this match, he's he's off. He's he's off. He he's not coming back to the main event scene for a very 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 long time. Yeah. He won't even be the United States Championship scene. He is just he's going back to the Bobby Lashley where we scratch our heads and go, why is he in the main event scene? If McIntyre loses, McIntyre will be right back in the main event scene next month, and we won't think anything of it. I think Bobby Lashley needs this win more than Drew McIntyre does to stay relevant in the WWE. So I, my prediction is Bobby Lashley. Lars? 
Yeah, it's it's. I mean, I'm a I'm a huge Bobby Lashley fan. Um, I think that the Hurt Business or some, uh, you know, something with them is going to interfere or be part of this match. Like PD was talking about Bailey with the Sasha Banks match. I think that there's gonna if if Bobby Lashley if he loses, there's gonna be some tomfoolery <coughs> from the ex uh, Hurt Business or something like that. I could see that maybe happening. But honestly, like. You guys know how I feel about Drew McIntyre. I'm not, you know, I'm not really a fan, but this is a match that I am actually pretty really excited to see because I want to see Bobby Lashley keep that belt. I I don't think Drew McIntyre, I think his time, you know, is kind of come and gone in this era. You know, I think maybe in a year or two or so, seeing him back in the picture. I mean, he'll always be there in the picture, but I think in a real title hunt, I think this is Bobby Lashley's time. I'm 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 really hoping that they keep the strap on him. I, I think he's a good look for the company. He's a great wrestler. He's worked his ass off for so many years. Um, from what I understand, he's a pretty humble dude, and I just want to see nothing but success for that guy. I think he's a great face for the company, and um, I'd be truly disappointed if they if they take the belt off of him and give it to Drew because I don't I just. You know, like I think what DMAC was saying, it's like the fan, we're going to see, maybe, you know, maybe Bobby Matt Lashley is, is, you know, maybe he's the baby face in this one. We don't know, you know. This, this is truly one of those unfair situations because when Drew got the belt, it was during COVID and we never got that fan appreciation pop for him. And he deserves that moment. But Bobby Lashley also deserves to keep the belt and hang on and run with it. So this is one of those things where you just go, both guys, you know, it's very rare when we go into a match and go, both guys really deserve to win this for what they've done over the past year or in their career. And this is one of those matches. Uh, to be, well, yeah. you know, Drew, Mac Drew McIntyre deserves it just for having to wrestle Goldberg that one time. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was, I mean, poor guy. I mean, to have Goldberg. to carry that one, you know. You know. Goldberg. Oh, so. Dimitri? All right. Y'all ready for my prediction? Swerve yeah. alert! Swerve <laughs> alert! Oh, yeah. Uh, Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander are going to come down there to help Drew McIntyre. And then all of a sudden, they're going to turn. All those beatings was premeditated in order for Lashley to keep the belt. I hope you're right. Me I too, because that'll be something sick. Yeah, Pete. Yep, I, I, exactly, Dimitri. I said that a couple weeks ago when they broke up. I said, "Hey, this could be a big swerve," and you I'm did. starting to believe it. Um, I think, just like you said, it's going to be, oh, you know, who are they here for, or whatever. It, it's going to be interesting because I know how the fans are going to react. I'm telling you right now. Um, I don't know why, but they're they're going to cheer Lashley. They're going to boo Drew. It's just going to be one of those things. Those really smart fans. They they seem to get really tired really quickly of the main top guy for whatever reason lashley's new he just got the belt like what like like a month and a half ago or something like that um so they're gonna be right behind him they're, he's cool mvp's cool the hurt business is cool they did this swerve so then uh what they're gonna try to do and they're they're probably predicting this okay mm. they're probably predicting that lashley is gonna get cheered and, and drew's gonna get booed um they're really smart behind the scenes what they're not gonna predict is like that swerve and they're going to hope that the fans are going to boo when the hurt business get back together and 
they won't just like when stone cold turned uh heel yep. and you know wrestlemania 17 they were expecting the boo but people cheered when he won and it took him a while to get the boos from the build the heel i think that's we're gonna see something very similar there i mean that's a bold yeah. prediction but dimitri you said there a couple weeks ago too that the hurt business is the only ones allowed at the ring right one of the stipulations wasn't that like even before they broke up for the match wasn't it one of the things that they were only allowed maybe like i mean like there was a stipulation. i thought we were talking about this a while ago that that in the championship match that they were allowed to be ringside so even now if they come down they're allowed to be there where it makes sense in the story right like the story you taught, like everything that you said, I, I hope it's right as far as how it plays out. And then MVP can say, you know, make it, because then it turns them way back heel. And you're right, Petey, because the thing is, they don't like the champ that's pushed on them. The fans, I'm talking about. Us fans. We don't like the WWE that pushes the guy we're supposed to get. We turn on that guy. And that, right. that's why everything that you guys are saying, the swerve and everything makes sense. We'll just have to see. Well, our next match, hopefully this one will go by quick for us. <laughs> I, oh, man. This, oh, this man. one might be my bathroom break match, and it's it sucks because I like the Miz. Number one or number two? <laughs> that's exactly what this match will be, number two. But it's bad money with Damian Priest versus Miz and Morrison. Uh, Petey? Yep, so um, this one's going to go right before the main, whatever the main's going to be. Uh, that's my prediction. It's e either that or uh, another match that we're going to talk about coming up. So um, I think that's what this one's going to be. Um, uh, who's going to win? Um, I guess I, I don't, it doesn't matter. Uh, Bad Bunny and Damian Priest. It'll actually, I bet you this one um, will be better than a lot of people think because they did the right thing. They made it a tag match. They're going to hide, you know, the greenness of, of Bad Bunny. Um, and Morrison is awesome. Like I've been in the ring with him. He he can do. He's just a great worker. He'll be the ring general and stuff. And yeah. Damian Priest is awesome as well. And you know, I know not everybody likes Miz, but same thing. Um, so this will actually be better than a lot of people expected. They won't get a lot of time though. Um, and you know, it'll be that. It'll be very simple, very tag team formula, and that's that. Nothing special here. Lars, uh, I was kind of hoping this would be the dark match. You know what I mean, <laughs> the pre-show. So, in the TV. I mean, honestly, I'd much rather watch, much rather watch the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. You know, I, I'll I'll take a compilation of Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royals over this any day. Like I, th I mean, I that's I hate the fact that they don't show the battle royal in the main programming. You know what I mean? But um, agree. Maybe. You know, it's stupid. But well, um they moved it to Friday night this year. It's not even yeah. on WrestleMania. That and the tag team. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I understand that they're trying to feel whatever. That's besides the point. Um, Damian Priest, I, I think he's an insanely good wrestler. I think he's he's got his gimmick's rad. He's got a fan in me for sure. Miz and Bad Bunny are about it equal to me. Um, don't want to know. <laughs> And Morrison, I mean, so it's it's like I like Morrison and I like Damian Priest. I don't know who Bad Bunny is uh, other than the, you know, whatever. And then the Miz, whatever, you know. So, um, yeah, I just hope it's over before it starts, honestly. 
And I kind of feel bad. I kind of feel bad. I mean, Petey, I mean, you know, like you obviously got to put guys in there that know how to wrestle. And I can't take away that from Miz, but you have to have some pretty legit dudes in there when you have a bad bunny, right? I've, I've had to wrestle ICP, um, uh, me and Eric young and you know, like they're not, they're not wrestlers, you know? And I mean, but you know, we had to do what we had to do in the ring and, uh, it, it's going to be the same. So it's good that they have like Damian priest on the one side. So, um, he'll, he'll, he'll be the, he'll be the workhorse in, uh, in that match. D-Mac. Best part of this match will be Damian Priest's entrance. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. About, then I'll be going to take a two. And then I'll <laughs> unless it's uh unless it's uh, the Shane uh. McMahon Shane McMahon Braun Strowman match, then I might go take a shower and a, or do some shower <laughs> back to back. Anyway, you know it's I look I at this I, match. Who cares? Who cares? If I'll watch it, I hope. The entrance is great. I hope it makes me laugh. Morrison does some crazy stuff and whatever. It's over quick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just real quick. I look at this match and wish I still smoked. Dimitri. <laughs> <laughs> well, WWE's been known over the years whenever whenever they have a celebrity match with somebody, it's usually pretty decent so i'm i'm thinking that this is going to be a pretty decent match and you know we're going to see some spots from bad bunny thinking he's a wrestler and hopefully doesn't hurt himself but um yeah this is uh, uh. yeah well let's hope he does better than snoop dog off the top rope you know he will oh, he, lord he will. he will that was i mean bad. i love me i love me some snoop but man yeah that was I the worst dive yeah. I, I think my only issue is I don't know who Bad Bunny is. And it's not it's not an insult to him. It's just not the genre of music. I'm an older guy. I don't listen to that. <laughs> if it was Snoop Dogg, I'd be more invested. If it was anybody I would I could connect with Justin Bieber. Even <laughs> laugh, but even him, I would be more invested and I would and I would be more interested. I don't know who Bad Bunny is. He apparently he drives the only Lamborghini that gets more expensive as Raw goes on in the night. At first it was a three million dollar. <laughs> then it went to three point eight million dollar vehicle. And I I've never seen a car get more expensive as it drives off the lot. So I gotta give the guy credit if he can do that with his car. If you're driving a three point eight million dollar car, what the hell are you doing wrestling? Like you know, what I, mean? I mean, at that point, I'm checking out. I mean, and saying <laughs> I'm taking my car and I'm out later. You know, I live in the car. Let's be honest. Three point eight million. Pete, you've seen yeah. my apartment. <laughs> Shit, that car is just as nice as my apartment. Hey, uh, I would, I, I would sign up for Uber just to show the fucker off. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you look at. I mean, sometimes not about. I, I don't know what kind of deal they did. Like, you know, Donald Trump. Who you know? So like back in the day, he he was in WrestleMania. And he, the rumors is he didn't want to do it, but um, I guess uh, Vince McMahon donated to the charity of his choice, wh whatever it was. Okay, but you know he's got money. He probably drives like a three point five million dollar car. Um, but sometimes it's you know about the business, making more money, and you know most likely he's probably in it for that. And not only that, he's probably like the rest of us, huge wrestling fans, right? 
doesn't matter how much money we made. You know, if we were given that opportunity, we'd probably seize it. Yep. All of us. Let's be honest. Mm -hmm. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll wrestle for $3.8 No yeah. problem. Hey, man. 40 bucks. I'll do it for 40 dollars. I, I will do it. I will I, I will be in a in a in a in a cowbell rope match with you, Petey. Like the Canadian <laughs> rope, that's a rope, rope, rope death rope match. match. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's a <laughs> rope. So, I'll do a Texas bull rope match with a Canadian for 3.8. You know what I mean? <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's talk about New Day, Kofi Kingston, and Xavier Woods, the champions going up against AJ Styles and Omas. For the tag team championships, the raw ones. Uh, I'll throw my prediction out real quick. I really don't see this one going long. I think the New Day retains. I think AJ and Omas split up somehow this match, or you start to see the cracks in their relationship. DMAC? Uh, I don't care. <laughs> All right. Just what a waste to AJ Styles. On a, there you go. I was I was gonna say it, but oh, I mean, I just look at that, and and because they're not gonna get the time, whether they break yeah. up or whether they win the bet, whatever. It's just the booking, and it it's just stale. And like it's AJ Styles, yeah. and he's you know, I mean, and it's more of a Miz and Morrison thing. You know, it just doesn't. This is what turns me off about. Uh, about WrestleMania or whatever, but uh, again, um, you know, I mean, th there's some great wrestlers in there, but uh, you know, hopefully, the New Day retain it. They're what? Who cares? <laughs> AJ Styles, what a waste for WrestleMania. Dimitri, I am gonna go with. I'm gonna go with AJ Styles and almost only because. The tag team belts is one thing that AJ hasn't held. I would like to see him hold it with um, Finn Balor some way, somehow, but they didn't mm. put those guys together. So, um, I mean, when you introduced this match, I almost forgot that New Day was the champs. Yeah, I did. You know, it's like, and it's like, okay, this is a regular match. Oh, they're the champs. So if they happen to lose the belts, I mean, they've been transitional champions a few times in their 11, 12-year, 12-time uh, reign. So I can see this being a, a short reign for New Day, and AJ gets the belt for a little bit. And and we're talking about elevating people. This guy was originally a ninja with um, – with, um, I forgot his name. But uh, he was a ninja with him, and then he was holding the door for um, – what was that, Raw Underground? Like, they keep finding spots for almost. And, and let's not forget when Braun Strowman won the tag team belts with a 10-year-old. Oh, yeah. A 10-year-old. Petey? This could go uh, one of two ways, uh, storyline-wise. Uh, I think it's going to go this first way is uh, New Day is going to retain. Um, and, you know, maybe they'll feud some more. I, I would. What I would like to see, though, is, you know, Almost, uh, I don't think a lot of big dude. All right, I don't think they have a lot of, uh, you know, uh, hope or, or whatever for him and his character. Yeah, confidence. Thank you. Um, and pairing up, uh, pairing him up with AJ is great. If they, like you said, Dennis, if they start splitting up here, uh, I think this would be him on the chopping block. Like if he can't hang with, if AJ can't pull him through a good match, then he's done kind of deal that that's how i feel um but yeah i say new day is going to win this one 
bars. Yeah, it's a. I you know AJ Styles should be in a main event picture. You know, I mean, I think that's that what kind of caliber wrestler he is and still is. Um, what would be great is if uh, almost um, if uh, they lose, right? And then AJ picks a fight with with his partner, and then almost joins New Day, and then oh. has to wear Ooh. the gimmicks. With that, that, oh. You know, like and, and maybe he brings oh, out like a. Imagine? Oh, I mean, that was, he's the new Big E. That, that's the best he, case scenario, I think, of this, Larry. I mean, wow, that is good. I, and I think, but, right, I, but I, I don't. I mean, I don't know if I can. Three, one for uh, I like that is so good. That that would be good. I mean, nope. but I don't know. I don't know if he could <coughs> dress in the, in the colors that they do. I don't think because he looks real badass in his suit. Like he looks like a menacing, gnarly. Dude, so I can't. I don't know if you can play him as a jokey guy, but it could be kind of cool to have that in the new day sort of grab assery, you know. I mean, because yeah. new day assery. is like, yeah, you know, <laughs> but I think I see new day to me is ex extremely, extremely entertaining, and they're extremely talented wrestlers. And I would just would be kind of cool. I mean, I was I was kind of bummed when they broke them up, you know what I mean, like they did with. Anything I like, they break up. So, but anyway, nothing lasts I, forever. So that's yeah. true. That's true. But I mean, you know, sometimes you want to see these these guys stay together for a long time because there's so much chemistry there. And I and I think with New Day, in the sense, their stories write themselves. You know? Yeah. Careful what you ask for, because you may end up getting, I don't know, Kurt Angle in the Shield. All right, because that's what that would remind me of. Seeing that guy in New Day, Kurt Angle in the Shield, where the Shield's menacing, he's like, "Hi, everybody!" So uh, it's like when they when they had the oddities. Remember they they put all these guys Ooh. that would be like anywhere else booked this, like Stone Cold Killers, Giants, whatever. Um, so having him in there would be uh, a really good comedy, I, I think. So uh, I like yeah. Lars's prediction the best on this one. Let's go to what I think could be the pure match of the night. Mm -hmm. This one could steal the show, Cesaro versus Seth Rollins. We all know Seth Rollins is going to win this, but I, I want Cesaro to win this. He needs yeah. to win this. If there's – you know what? You go back to the Drew McIntyre-Lashley match where you have two guys that have – carried the company and deserved to win a match cesaro would be one b to those two guys but i think seth rollins is gonna go pd um you know i i almost say the exact same thing that that, that you're saying dennis i want to see cesaro win seth has had his time you know time and time again they were both phenomenal athletes um cesaro man i really i think i i speak for everybody else too where we just want to see him like get that shot, you know, that yeah. brass ring they always talk about. Um, the thing the thing I hope doesn't happen, I have such high expectations for this match of being the match of the night that I, I hope it, it doesn't let me down. I guess you could say, like, uh, sometimes when your expectations are so high in a match, it's like, uh, it didn't meet those, you know? So uh, it's going to be a great match. Um, I hope they, they blow everybody's expectations out of the water. Dimitri? I, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Cesaro winning. And I'm, I, I think that this is going to happen because Seth has been on top for a long, long, long time. 
And that that ROH connection that those two have from way back mm -hmm. when is yeah. like, hey, we're going to push each other to the top. I've been to the mountaintop. You talked about the brass ring forever, and now you finally get a singles match here. It's not going to hurt Seth Rollins to lose. It's not going to hurt him at all. But if Cesaro loses, he goes right back down to the bottom, to the mm -hmm. mid card, where this guy could main event at some point. Yeah in the near future where he should have already. So I'm pulling big time for Cesaro. And we got also hear from the crowd too. We're going to hear when his name's announced. Yeah. And that's going to be another indicator right there in itself. Yeah. I yeah, think man. this, I think this is Cesaro push time, you know, because remember so. he was under, uh, he signed a new contract and stuff like this. And he, like you said, Seth Rollins is, he's at the top no matter what he does. And, you know, everybody doesn't, care because it's not a title belt pitcher or whatever like this but i think this is cesaro's time and what dimitri said because of the history of these guys and pd you can relate to it more it's guys that you've wrestled back in the day or whatever that you are familiar with or whatever you can push each other's limits you have that trust all the stuff that you've talked about before so this you know like you said sometimes the expectations but also too sometimes you try to limit your expectations and it blows it out of the water. But I look forward to, like Dimitri said, the crowd pop. And also, too, is the crowd boo. Because Seth's going to get it. He's going to love it, but he's going to get it. Because we haven't been able to give it to him for a while. Now he's going to get it as a dad. Yeah. Yeah, with, with, with those suits. He's gonna, guys are going to be meaner to him, too, because he's a dad. And he's got to take more now because he's got a burden. He's got a kid. Lord. Oh, man. I, I'm going to piggyback off of what everybody said. I want to see Cesaro take this one for sure. If I, I'm pretty sure these guys are thinking, I mean, and I know I referenced it earlier, but this could be that this is going to be the wrestling match, yeah. I think. And I think that if they're going to, if both of those guys, the ROH connection, they've worked with each other for so long. I think that they can, they have, I, I really honestly believe that this this is the underdog out of this whole mania. The underdog for me is Cesaro out of the whole picture. It's not the Sasha Banks match. This is, I mean, I think they have that has potential. This one has most potential. I bet you they're thinking about it like this could be our steam, Steamboat Savage. This could be our Bret Hart Stone Cold. And I'd love to see them bring elements of both of those matches, right? and bring that ROH style and show somebody, show us. I mean, both of them have, have adapted to the WWE style real easily, I think. I think it wasn't it wasn't a hard transition for them. I could be wrong, I'm not them. But what I see, if they can bring some of the elements of the ROH stuff and, and, and take it as serious as what I've just said about those other matches, I think this, 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 is, this, this, this raises the bar. Well said. All right. Uh, my head scratcher match of uh, night <laughs> is Braun Strowman versus Shane McMahon, where the whole angle is based on Braun Strowman being dumb and being bullied all of his life. The guy is a monster, and we have a storyline where he has feelings and is being bullied. Uh, D Mac, you're the storyline guy. Why don't you lead off? 
I hope this is a smash and Braun smashes Shane in two seconds. Not going to happen. He's going to get so much time. And it's just like, they, come on, man. I, I, I love Braun Strowman too, but I mean, it's just the abuse this guy takes throughout. Like he, the, it, to me, it's the apparent of the bullying. That's like, they, they all bully this guy. And to get the, you know, when he got slimed, that was like, that, that would put it over the edge where now it's like, like good. I hope Shane bleeds from the cage and stuff like that. But, you know, unless, unless somebody, you know, like, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know where, where are you going with like, like, it's, I don't know. I don't care. Broad, rip his arm off. I don't be interested. Lars? I mean, you guys, I mean, starting to do this podcast with you guys, I took a different look at Braun Strowman, and I got to say that I'm a fan. Um, <clears throat> I really hope he beats the crap out of Shane McMahon. Right. And I, I, mean, th I mean, this guy, I feel like, <sighs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like that what's ha what happened to the big show there um, is, ha happened to, is happening to him. You know what I mean? Which is kind of like this like weird emasculating thing that's happening. What I would love to see Braun Strowman do is not only beat beat Shane McMahon, but bring a fucking King Kong Bundy five count back into business. Oh yeah. And, you know what I mean? Like I I would love to see like that kind of thing from Braun, like a King Kong Bundy. Like I like that's what I want to see from him. Because I, I really honestly believe that would make him even that much more menacing. And um Shit, bring back the five count. I mean, who doesn't want to see a five count? Yeah. Here, here's my thoughts on this match before I throw it to Pete and Dimitri. I think this match is setting up a surprise entrant. There's no way Shane McMahon is going to allow himself to be locked in the cage without Braun Strowman, without a plan B or even a plan A. And I think it's to introduce another character or somebody returning mm. that we forgot about. Who's gonna Who's gonna either sneak under the sneak into the cage or somehow get in there to assist Shane McMahon? Maybe it's Samoa Joe. I don't know. Oh, that'd be good. See, that's the thing. the The whole the storyline too is weren't they supposed to have matches like so many times prior? And Shane's got out of it, and like, uh, here's your different opponent, or I'm hurt, or whatever the case was. You would think that WrestleMania is going to be their blow off, especially you know Shane works every WrestleMania in a match. Uh, I I don't know why, but uh, that's what they do. I, I would have liked this storyline. They could have did the exact same storyline if that's what their heart desired. But like, ha have Shane do the talking for somebody else. Give somebody else like I, I don't know, just like a uh, like an Alistair Black, somebody that doesn't have a match that's really right. good. You know, be be part of WrestleMania, <clears throat> not Shane. You know, I, uh, maybe he needs to take the, the big bump off the steel cage like he does ever else ever WrestleMania. And I, I don't know where they're going with this. Um, I say Braun's gonna win. Shane, I don't even think Shane's ever won at a WrestleMania. I, I don't. Uh, he, I, he beat he beat Miz a couple of years ago. He did. Okay. Well, one in whatever ten. <laughs> Dimitri. Well, I mean, he, yeah. what what Lars? Hey God. I was just gonna say that you know the Shane McMahon Kurt Angle match was pretty epic. Oh yes, that was like a dozen years ago, but. That was a good yeah. match. That was a that was a good match. And but Kurt Angle, man, like he could carry anybody through a match. That's true. That's true. AJ and Shane had a good match. You know, I I don't see this being much of a match. Um, and that's why they probably have you know the big storyline behind it and stuff. Um, right. yeah. 
Dimitri. I like your prediction there, Dennis. Uh, somebody else is going to come, but it's not going to be Samoa Joe because a thought occurred in my head. Samoa Joe might be part of that swerve with Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley because of, you remember the beatdown clan? Yeah, of course I do. Yes. And jo Samoa Joe is part of that with MVP and Lashley. So why not revisit that and be part of her business too? But the surprise, I think, is Aleister Black that you just brought up there, Pete. I, I just threw out that name just because I don't see him on the card and I think he's an awesome talent. I don't, that'd be awesome if he came back. But the Beatdown Clan, I'll tell you why they're not going to do it. Should I say it? I'll say it. Yes. It wasn't an idea, right? It was somebody uh, else's idea. Right. So they're not going to do the exact same thing. It uh, doesn't work like that in wrestling, guys. Not there anyways. <laughs> All right. Well, something I don't care about is a tag team turmoil match, which will then uh, – wait, you you care about this, Lars? Of course I care. Really? I, I love tag team turmoil. Come on. Who doesn't? Well, I mean, the winner gets a title shot the next night. So, hey, some two people – Get to be on both shows. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, who, who can say they've been on two WrestleMania like the, twice? Night well, one and Brian and yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, considering a long history of two night WrestleManias over two years, I <laughs> way to make that point. The illustrious long running. It'll be the first ever, <laughs> whoever it is. Uh, I'll go first. Uh, I'll say uh, any mini mini mo. Name uh, the or do you want to? No, I uh, well, we got uh, Lana and Naomi, uh, Dana Brooks, Mandy Rose. I'm gonna go with the the Riot Squad just because they're an actual tag team. So, um, yeah. Liv Morgan and Ruby Riot, and then uh, you got Natalia and uh, Tamina. So, uh, I'm gonna go with the Riot Squad. All right, yeah. Lars, since you care so much, <laughs> <laughs> I, I see it. this is the thing. I, you know, like like what Petey just said. There's a real legit tag team there, and that's in the Riot Squad. And I'm and I'm fans of them. You know what I mean? And I like what they do. And I hope that they get they go over on this one. And I think I like the fact that there's there's something to work towards. You know what I mean? I like this whole idea of okay, the winner gets to wrestle the next night. That this whole thing it, it keeps me more invested. I think this is going to be maybe the first match of the show, though. I I don't think so. Uh, that, that's I I I, I think they're going to start with a big one, like something to get the crowd going. That's we call it the curtain jerker. Usually, I, like yes. the first match is like really good. Um, I don't know what it's going to be. Whether it's a heavyweight, you know, title match or. Uh, yeah, because you know, New Day music hits first, the crowd's up and going, and that sets the tone for WrestleMania. So, yeah, fair enough. Fair yep. Enough. Uh, Dimitri, I agree with everybody so far. The Riot Squad is the only legitimate team. Everybody else has been like putting Lego pieces together. It's like, uh, let's put them together. Let's put them together. And they also was talking about having Carmella and Billy Kay tag team. How about bring back? The Iconics. Good Lord, why did they break them up? I, they were so entertaining, and, and it was just like, they didn't do anything with Peyton Royce yet. They were like, they were supposed to elevate her, and it's like nothing has come to any kind of fruition right there. So I'm going to go with the only team that's an actual legitimate team, and that's the Riot Squad. Me too, yeah. making, a, making a clean sweep. Um, also, too, to the point about it could be Aleister Black. Uh, and the Shane McMahon, Braun Strowman, he has been working out at the performance center. 
or after the injuries, they said, you know, a lot with his wife, Zelina Vega, being released, they thought that there was something like that. So I think that if he's ready to go, that's who you're going to see. I'd love it, man. I, I don't think it's going to happen. I, but I would love it. To still a famous DMAC quote on my feelings of this match, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's already famous, and it only happened like a half hour ago. <laughs> like, hey, just like setting the record for being on two WrestleManias on consecutive nights, man. Wow. It's all good. All right. That ended night one. Let's move over to night two as we uh, – get through this, uh, I guess, the, the preview show here for WrestleMania. Roman Reigns, Edge versus Daniel Bryant. I'm shockingly excited about this match, and I am not upset Daniel Bryant's in it. I would love to see Roman Reigns retain only because of what he's doing right now. is phenomenal hill work. I want to see how the crowd reacts to him. I mean, we know Daniel Bryant will get a pop. We know Edge will get a pop. I just... We haven't seen that crowd reaction with Roman Reigns. I want to see him walk out of WrestleMania as a champion, continue this head of the table angle that he's doing. DMAC. Yeah, I think this is this is huge because I think this Roman Reigns is the people's Roman Reigns, not the Roman Reigns Vince McMahon forced fed us, and also the Roman Reigns who's found himself. Right. And I think that we've seen the, that evolution that, you know, Edge coming back and obviously Daniel Bryan on the way out. I think it's this is going to be a real, this should be a great match. And I'm hoping also to Roman Reigns walks away because that could be the pop that takes him to, the, to that next level that we haven't seen in a long time in the WWE. Dimitri. I'm with d back on that. Um, this new Roman Reigns with the whitest teeth on planet Earth. The way, I, the, the way that he's cutting promos now. And, and, I mean, he's like real. I like watching him. And and he's very entertaining with, with, um, with Paul Heyman. And I like to see more members of that, um, you know, the tribal chief and his family. And... Maybe with there being a crowd, are we going to see Brock Lesnar show up after the win? I don't know. It's very interesting. He's yet to be signed by the WWE's official free agent, Lards. Did you just call me Lards? Lards. <laughs> and, and Daniel Bryant. <laughs> we've, gotten, we've got past this Lars thing. Yeah, I know. Let's just call it as it is. It's pandemic the pandemic 20 all right so <laughs> the covid 19 <laughs> yeah uh the covid 19 <laughs> not chubby let's go uh, <laughs> oh wow uh, so, you know i just want to let you know that i've got certain people watching tonight and now i'm getting texts that say lards all over it so. <laughs> <laughs> just, just remember who you're coming home to tomorrow sweetheart anyways oh. um, <laughs> so if this was a traditional wrestlemania on a sunday my prediction would be edge goes over and then roman reigns takes it back on monday night raw i think that would be the obvious thing that would happen now with this day apart it's like, you know, it's, I would think that they would give it to Edge and uh, for some reason. I don't know why. My, I, and I see what you guys have been saying about Roman Reigns. And you're right. He is getting this, something about this whole thing is now making sense to me. And it's, it's taken me this long 
but um, and I'm actually kind of enjoying a little bit, little aspects of it. But um, you know, you got three guys here that can go. I think the only the the the, the thing that's going to be um, what I what I hope is they if this doesn't last an hour. You know what I mean? I hope it. I hope it. Go, I hope it goes 20, 25 minutes, and it's it's action packed all the way through. Keep the crowd in, in entertained. I feel like if it goes longer than that, people are going to be bored by it. Honestly, because I don't think that the, the you know I think I don't know for me. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, maybe I'm just pessimistic on on today's on on today's wrestling fan, but uh, me included. But uh, I would just say that I, I think I think you're right. Roman Reigns walks in and walks out the champion, but I think there is some sort of interference, or maybe there's, or maybe you know Jay comes in there and and you know that's how Edge wins. I don't you know I'm I'm kind of seeing that happen for some reason. Pete. Um, oh. I'll keep mine short. So I think Roman Reigns, you know, uh, love his character and what's going on. Uh, I think he's going to walk out here, the champion. The only reason why I'm hesitant on saying that prediction is because looking at night two's card, uh, that's going to close the show. Uh, I think, um, uh, yeah, I would think so. Um, and to have a heel go over, eh, that's kind of, you know, for the second night, uh, the last, like the hurrah, the, the main, main, main event of, of WrestleMania, uh, but yeah, I think Roman's going to go there behind him. Uh, I like that, that Daniel Bryan's in the match. Um, I think they did it for reasons where it's like, okay, well, we don't want to pin Edge. So where do we go? Okay, we could have Reigns pin. So I, I say it's Reigns over Bryan. I think it's going to be an awesome match. Um, and everybody's going to love it. I think you're right. But on the flip side, adding Bryan, if Roman loses and Edge pins Daniel Bryan, I can... Then there's a, yeah. But I, then it's going to be the same thing that's going to happen is if when when Roman goes over on, on Daniel Bryan, now they have their singles match at whatever their next pay-per-view is going to be, Backlash or Right. Well, that, that's how – that's the only way I see if Edge loses it. Edge does – or not Edge, but Roman Reigns, he does not get pinned. It's Edge pinning Bryan and then Ed, and then Roman doing the I'm still yep. – still should be the champ. I had, was not pinned. Come pin me if you want to call yourself the champ, that kind of thing. But right. that's the only way I could see that one. All right, let's move on. Asuka versus Rhea Ripley. Listen, I this is the match of the day, guys. Match of the night for me. I really think Asuka is going to go over on Ripley. I, I don't know. I, I, I wish I could give it to Ripley. I love what she's done in NXT. But... I don't know. I, I I think both these girls deserve to win this match. The way Ripley and uh, Shayna Baszler's had the tour down NXT, what was it, a year ago almost? Yeah, yeah, that was amazing. I can't see them giving Ripley that kind of same treatment on the main roster. Not yet. Lars? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. I think Ripley's going over. I think uh, we need that. I think we need that edge that she brings. I think the company hopefully is smart enough to see that she's dynamite. What you said, she tore up NXT. I think she's a great wrestler. I think she's dynamic. I think uh, she's she's got she's. I think she's the most talented gr uh, girl there, honestly. Um, at least in my opinion, I, I I just think that she's next level, and I feel like you know. 
I, I don't know. I just, I would like to see, I think Asuka is, is a great wrestler, but um, I don't know. I think it's Ripley's time. I'm hoping they give it to her. Uh, I think uh, Ripley's going to win. I, I do believe Asuka is probably, I'm trying to think of who's better than her as a female wrestler. Um, Not many. Yeah. I mean, she's, she's one of the, the best in the business right now. I mean, I, I'm a huge fan of, uh, we haven't seen her forever, but uh, Tessa Blanchard, I think she's, I don't know why she's not signed anywhere. Um, but, you know, Asuka, wow, she's incredible. But I, I do see Ripley just, just looking at the card. And I don't see there's going to be a lot of title changes, but I believe like, you know, it's WrestleMania. You have to have one. Um, so I, I think you're going to see a title change here. Hey, Mac. I think that from where Rhea Ripley's been in the last year with that match versus Charlotte Flair and done her time, told to wait a year, whatever else, I think the women's division needs her. And, and I, whether this is, and, and I think it plays out to see, here's the thing, right? I think it's, It'd be, it makes sense, so much sense if it was common sense that it's Rhea Ripley because uh, it doesn't tarnish Ashka. She's had it for a while, you know, just you play it off. But then it's, it's again, it's WWE and they just sort of bury certain people that it seems that we like and they just have, they get the runaround. So I hope this isn't a runaround. I think that, I hope Rhea Ripley wins. Dimitri? Well, let's go even further back than the Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley match. Let's go back to um, Survivor Series 2019 when NXT beat both Raw and SmackDown and Rhea Ripley pinned um, Charlotte Flair and, and they were really elevating her. And then when Charlotte Flair went and um, beat her for the NXT championship, that just kind of just put a serious damper on uh, Rhea Ripley's momentum really. And now she's yep. really built it back up to this point. It'll be a bad move for WWE to again shit on her because she is the future <laughs> and and right now I mean she is she's even hotter than she was last year at that time yeah. so it'll be good to see her you know because it's not gonna hurt Oscar any and I mean how many real uh, title defenses did we see Oscar has since she got the belt you know so putting it around somebody fresh will be a good move yeah I I agree with you. Uh, but uh, this is once again, two heavy hitters going at it. It's, it's going to be a good match. <clears throat> Let's move on. The fiend versus Randy Orton. Whew. Where do I start with this? If this, was, <sighs> if this was two months ago, I would have cared a lot more than where we are now. I, I enjoy the evolution of the fiend. I, I I like it. I like what they've done with everybody involved, except for the fact that it's just been Randy Orton the whole time. And yet Randy Orton keeps beating them and beating them and beating them and beating them and beating them. I, I can't see the Fiend winning this match. I just, I want to, I want to get behind the Fiend. I mean, the evolution of the Fiend has probably been one of the most underrated storylines, but it's, I, and, and as exciting as Randy Orton's been, this is the most I've cared about Randy Orton in his career. I just don't care where where it is now. What the fiend loses again, changes his mask. Does he get buried this time? I don't know, and I I don't care. Uh, Dimitri, 
I am going to pull a D-Mac. This match here, I can give two shits about. Didn't they have a weird cockroach match a couple of years ago in WrestleMania? Yeah, there was like Mac. See, I'm I'm not feeling this one at all. This one, I'll take a shit break. (laughs) I would have been more excited for this if I knew it was going to be a, if there was no fans, so I knew it would be cinematic. Because then they could do something with it. And I I don't mind that because it entertains me. Right? Other than that, this is just too long of a storyline. Like you said, two months ago, I would have cared more. So, I mean, I'll watch. But I don't... Again, I care a little bit more than Dimitri. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going with The Fiend for all the reasons that you said, Dennis, about he hadn't beaten him now or whatever until whatever. So there's another. Anyways, Lars. <laughs> Follow that up, bud. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Um, it's, I, I think I think the you know here's the thing. I'm gonna be in Florida a couple of hours from where this is taking place, uh, and I'm gonna miss it, and I'm not sad. Lars cares even less than I do and I don't care (laughs) yeah I mean it's I hopefully the fiend wins I I, nothing emotional involved Petey your turn all right so I'm really excited about this match (laughs) (laughs) Um, what's interesting so uh, I'll, I'll more comment on how we're talking about like the storyline, how long it's been and stuff like that, man. We used to, when we were kids or even like even a dozen years ago, we would kill for long storylines. Remember how short storylines used to be? They used to be like weeks and we're like, why, why don't they do longer storylines? They're giving us one now, but you know, maybe it's just, uh, we don't care enough about it, I guess. Um, but you know, I'll, I'll just pick, uh, the fiend to win. To, to your point, I disagree because I love a long storyline and I want one, but this has not been a well-written storyline. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is a match on WrestleMania and they had no presence on the go-home show on Raw. I mean, what's what's that tell you that they had a 30-second promo and that was it on, on last Monday night's Raw? If, if even the WWE cared about it, they would have had a promo or Alexa Bliss pop up or something, or even Randy Orton in nothing. So that tells me that WWE once again doesn't care. And I wish this was well written. If this was, you know, uh, Macho Man and uh, Jake the Snake Roberts, I would have loved a year long version of this where they kind of veer off and separate, but they meet back up and they cross paths. But there's just been nothing. Well, I think it's because. I think everybody thinks the fiend character is cool. You know, it's like, oh, he's fun to watch. He's something different. But I don't think there's anybody, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys. I don't think there's anybody on earth that can actually relate to him. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, oh, yeah, I could put myself in his shoes. Like, no, you can't. Like, you don't have natural, like, you don't have special powers. Um, so that, that's what I think the the only problem with that character is like he's he's not relatable. He's cool, first not relatable. First of all, Dimitri's mom was once okay. Now, is that right, Dimitri? You did live in a shack. It was burned down by Randy Orton once. You do have some mystery powers. So you can relate to this character. 
Let's be. Yeah. Let's, and I ate maggots. Yeah. See? So, first of all, PD, you owe him yeah. an apology. You got set on fire and, okay, yeah. whatever. Now, that, so, you know, nice. come back through the year thing. Dimitri ate nothing but maggots. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Yummy. It was called it was called double cheeseburgers from McDonald's. <laughs> All right, we spent way too long on this. Well, uh, hold on, spend some more time on it. The redundancy <laughs> of the fiend and Randy Orton. It's the same thing. It hasn't changed. That's the problem. I'm a long storyline guy too. You know what I mean? I love long storylines, but they could have done this with the taker. They could have done the fiend oh, with the yeah. taker and passing the torch. That would have been something that the whole world would have gotten behind. And honestly, I think, like you said, that there's there's that that connection. Like you know, we're not uh, whatever. You're right, PD, with the with the with the relating thing. I think 100% that's always held that character back. He's always just been kind of a cool shock value kind of thing. And so. Uh, I mean, I could be wrong. Nobody can relate to the Undertaker either. I mean, well, the, but he, but what he, what he sparked at the time, I think, was the imagination. Yeah, and I think that that what he did for wrestling with that character, and I don't think could ever be repeated. And that they tried to kind of do the same thing with the Fiend. And the only way I feel like they could have made that brought it full circle is put him in somehow some some situation with the Taker, Taker's end of his career. It's like he's passing the torch. Because who did he really pass the torch to? Well, technically Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. Yeah. But, yeah. but uh, no, yeah. it's okay, not that's the same. debatable. Once again, Pete, I have to say you're wrong. Dimitri's dad was actually Paul Bearer. <laughs> and he has a brother named Kane. So when did he can relate. Why? Just ask Dimitri. That's all you got to do. <laughs> I'm sorry, hey, buddy. Louis Let's 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 move on out of this and go to Big E versus Apollo Cruz, where uh, Apollo Cruz has had another changing character. Now apparently he's Nigerian and he's royalty. I I guess I'm not quite sure. Uh, I'm going with Big E on this one. Uh, I think this could be the squash match of the night, Dimitri. Since you can relate well to everything. Well, well, you know, um, I don't know what a Nigerian drum is, um, so I don't know how this. What, what, what? You got to put a drum over him and then roll him a couple of times to pin him. I, I have no idea what that is. It, what it, it means, and for that, I'm going to eat. It's almost like a, a what was a Punjabi prison match. Yep. Maybe I don't know. Uh, D Mac. Biggie. Okay, Pete. Um, I'd say Biggie. I, I do want to add this Apollo Crews. Uh, you know, everybody's like kind of crapping on the character right now. I just have a feeling that this character is going to get over and he's going to be a baby face soon. Um, uh, that, that's my feeling. Like, if you look at all characters that ever happened in the history of wrestling, uh, only like maybe one percent has started off as a baby face and gotten over all the ridiculous. The New Day were heels, and now they're the most over yep. character. Any character you, like that, he's going to – Rusev, like, man, he ended up being huge after that. The um, Rock. Yeah, everything. You can't get those characters over as a baby face because you, you come across as, like, egotistical and stupid. Um, but, uh, yeah, but Big E's going to win. Um, Apollo Crews will be over soon. I kind of feel like Apollo Cruz is that Nigerian prince that keeps emailing me about the three point five million dollars he had in the <laughs> at some point. Uh, Lars, 
I'm with Petey on this one, man. I think that I have a feeling about that gimmick, man. It's See? like you, you can feel it. You can feel it, and it's like I, I. It almost feels like the Kurt Angle thing, you know, to me. I don't know why, but like. I, I can see you're right, Petey. I think I think honestly, and Apollo Cruz can freaking wrestle. He is a okay. phenomenal worker, man. Wow. I mean, and it's all he needs is that opportunity, and I'm sure you know. I, maybe the you know, I don't know. Maybe the company doesn't believe in him. Maybe that I don't know why he's been given this gimmick, but I have a feeling this guy is going to take this and make it something. Watch, it's going to be like you know, not as bad as. Brutus Beefcake, but something like that. Like, you know, he's something so, you know what I mean? Like out, like Brutus Beefcake, like that's, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. But I don't know why I related it to that, but it's a Nigerian prince and Brutus Beefcake was whatever. Never mind. Moving on. All right. It's a, the to be determined match versus Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, uh, you know, if I had to care, I would say Nia Jax and Baszler retain over whoever wins a turmoil tag team match night one. But uh, anybody else want to jump in and give their opinion on this? Uh, you're right. Uh, Shane Baszler and Nia Jax are going to beat whoever makes it to night two. And it's going to probably be a squash regardless of who it is because they've been pretty dominant even though they don't like each other. And Maybe we'll hear Nia Jax say, Milo, again. Yeah, that's good. Ah, D-Mac. I already <sighs> used up my who cares card, but <laughs> last match, Jax Baszler. Uh, Lars? I'm going Riot Squad. Okay, Pete. Yeah, sure. I'll go with the – I picked the Riot Squad, so I'll go with the Riot Squad or – Anybody that they decide to make on night one is the underdog babyface. I think this is the time that they're going to try to do that and, you know, uh, take it over on Nia and Shayna because, you know, they're their they're powerhouses. I think that'll, that'll because happen. If you, and also another thing, you know, I see, you know, Ripley, I, you know, coming up and I feel like, I mean, where's Jordan Grace? I mean, maybe she'll be in the WWE at some point, uh, you know, they, Ripley versus Jordan. Yeah. They won't Ripley wait for her until she signs. That's the. Thing. I know, but my point is, is that I feel like, I mean, think about the breakup of Nia Jax and 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 and, and Baszler. Like, uh, you need these kind of heels. We don't, you know, you know, you. I don't know. I see something happening like this. It does. It's not gonna. This is gonna be insignificant. I think the Riot Squad get it because they're a tag team, hopefully, right? And then these two break up as a result of it. Then you have more heels. Yes. You know. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn. I think Logan Paul somehow is in, invested in this match. Once again, interjecting some sort of celebrity feel to WrestleMania along with Bad Bunny. Uh, boy. Uh, <laughs> Wow, I mean, it's a it's a far cry from Liberace, huh, guys? So, uh, <laughs> uh, oh man, I I'm gonna say Kevin Owens wins this match decisively. It will continue the Sami Zayn conspiracy theory, uh, Dimitri. I'm actually going for Sami Zayn on this one. I think he's gonna pull some shenanigans off and. And somehow beat Kevin Owens. I mean, he's a great loser, and it, and it and whenever he loses, it doesn't make him any worse because he's so doggone entertaining. 
especially with that conspiracy theory. But he's going to win this one, and he's still going to find another conspiracy within that victory. To the only guy on this show who's probably wrestled both of them, Petey. Yeah, and this in the same night, maybe in the same match too. Really? Uh, yeah. Uh, both. Uh, this match will be great. Um, it just it doesn't matter what their storyline is. Nothing. Uh, if you know Logan Paul's there, it doesn't matter. These guys will go out there do the WrestleMania match, and they're gonna be like, "Oh, hey, we have to get him involved in this match. Let's let's throw him in this little spot at the end just to say he's involved, right? So we could be on whatever TV show, Good Morning America, the next day. Um, but they'll have a great match. I'll go with Owens. Um, but yeah, these guys are awesome. Lars, I say uh, Bad Bunny interferes and him and Logan get enough. <laughs> we have a we we get a we get a dusty finish on this one. Um, let's see here. Uh, I like that we take our job seriously, guys. I like that. Well, I mean, come on, this is I don't even look. I'm sure my kids know who this guy is. I don't. Um, what is he a YouTuber? Is that is that the deal? I, I believe so. So the, it 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 reminds it's like this futile attempt by the WWE to be current. Um, but <laughs> it, it, I mean, uh, I you're right though. Owens and Sami Zayn, it's going to be an incredible match. I don't think it's going to be Cesaro. Uh, what's his name? But uh, I Sammy. think this is going to. Uh, well, what's the, uh, whatever doesn't matter. Seth Rollins, <laughs> yes, okay. Seth Rollins. It's not. It's, it won't be that match. You know what I mean? But I, I say, I say, Kevin Owens goes over. I love the Sami Zayn conspiracy theorist thing. I love it. I think it's amazing. It's, it's topical. It's right on time. You know what I mean? It's not. You know, it's, 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 it's great. I love it. I, it reminds me of like Sergeant Slaughter. You know, sure. coming in. You know, you know. It's it's rad. It's 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 that kind of old school kind of kind of vibe to it. So I love it. Well, it's the old Jericho conspiracy theory too. Yeah. But here, here's the thing. Like, what? I, however, the match ends is irrelevant. I'm interested in this match because what Petey said. It's going to be entertaining. But remember, it's a Tampa stadium with the pirate ship, and I just always remember Kevin Owens saying, "Ah, I'm going to do something on the pirate ship." So I wouldn't be. So oh yeah! This bled out over that way, and we get some. This this is the match that I think we're gonna get the sick bumps, right? Like wow. just some mm -hmm. ridiculous, like we'll be talking about. Good call. You know, my boy Kevin's gonna do it. All right, and to wrap up the show, guys, let me get one crazy prediction. Whether it's a return, whether it's one entrance that's above and beyond, what is? And and I haven't even thought of mine. But what is your one crazy WrestleMania 37 prediction that that whatever you know it, interference a swerve a comeback something? D Mac, do you have anything? You know, I, I'm the most interested I am is in the Lashley McIntyre just for the swerve. I'm hoping for the swerve. I'm excited for like, I just hope that it plays out that way. Um, but you know what guys, you got to just go in with, with everything else because it's WWE and it's not predictable to me as much at all. So, um, but I'll be most excited to see how that plays out. And if Lashley doesn't leave with the title, if I, it doesn't feel right to me, I'll be really pissed. 
Dimitri? Well, I, <clears throat> I already mentioned that Swerve with um with the hurt business that I stole from Petey, like he stole the Canadian destroyer from Amazing Red. Um, but I also <laughs> mentioned um, um, Brock Lesnar, but the match that no one really cares about, which is the turmoil, which I think the Bella Twins are gonna come out of nowhere, win the match and then beat uh, Nia Jackson and Shayna Baszler the next day. So they will be the, Women's tag team champions. Max, take your pot away from him. Do not let him smoke your pot anymore. <laughs> Bro, why? That was brilliant. That it was smart. Be, that was brilliant, Dimitri. I'm all good Thank with you. that. I'm like, Thank all right. You, you got it. <laughs> what do you think, Lars? Well, I, you know, it's so funny that you say that, Dimitri, because I was going to uh, build up this big joke and say that, like, the Bella Twins were going to be inducted into the Hall of Fame. That would have been the biggest swerve of this whole thing. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, give me a break, right? You know, uh, but again, Kid Rock and Donald Trump are in it, too. So maybe I got a shot. <laughs> biggest swerve? Yeah, I don't know, man. I think it's going to be uh, – <laughs> I think I already said, um, yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I honestly, I, I really honestly feel like what, what, uh, what, what, um, that, uh, what I hope, I don't care. Petey, go ahead. All right. <laughs> I got, I got two, I got two, um, things that, you know, I, I'm just throwing this out there. If it happens, then I should play the lottery probably on Saturday or Sunday. Um, the Undertaker will come back in the Fiend and Orton match, get involved somehow, and then we'll get the Fiend and Undertaker somehow. Um, so that'd be cool. Uh, my other one is I believe that either Jericho or Christian will get interfered in the Edge match. What? Yeah. Huh? Well, it makes it listen. It the it's more sounds like right? a miracle thing because the Stone Cold Whoa. interview off the wall. Oh, yeah, right? that forbidden wall. What if what if all door? of a sudden the forbidden door was open? Oh my god! Think Pete. about it. You want to talk about pop? I, the place uh, that, that would no be the most that, off the wall stadium. It's gonna pop the atmosphere. We're gonna, you know, climate control. That would be I'm, the I'm most off the wall thing that any. I don't think anybody would see ever coming. I might no. need a rip. I might need a rip off a D Max bong after that one, bro. <laughs> you got her, bud. You got her. <laughs> Dennis did. <laughs> Dennis did say the most off the wall thing you could think of. Like crazy prediction. So well, I, I, I said all. the Bella Twins in the fucking Hall of Fame. You come back with that? <laughs> oh, you got Dennis. Uh, wow. Uh, I I was gonna say somewhere somewhere along the lines of we'll see Triple H come out because this is the first WrestleMania since what WrestleMania four that we've not seen Triple H, Shawn Michaels. Or the Undertaker on the card. <laughs> hey, nice ESPN wow. stat right there. I know. Wow. Uh, actually, that came from someone else, but it's true. But that goes along the lines of I think we see Triple H show up somewhere and kind of what he did at some point to kind of 
what was it, pass the torch that we never really got any resolution to when he helped Kevin Owens win the uh, Universal Championship? Oh, yeah. That was years I, ago. Yeah, I, I think we'll see Triple H show up. I don't think he's quite done yet. And what better way to get a pop from the crowd, like Petey kind of said, was then, you know, in the middle of a match, you all of a sudden you hear, it's time to play the game. And yeah, out he comes. Mm-hmm. So that's mine. All right. That's our WrestleMania 37 stuff. Let's put each other over real quick. DMAC, where can people find you? Uh, Darren McCarty 4 on Twitter. You can check me out weekdays, Woodward Sports Network on the hook, and DarrenMcCarty.com. Coach, head coach, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me at Camarillo High School's field. <laughs> <laughs> Just Google Map it, everybody. You know, you'll get it there. Oh, shit. Yeah, you can find me at, at all the same baseball field as Dimitri, um, <laughs> but also on social media, uh, IPD Williams on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, we also got our one of our T-shirt stores up. Um, uh, collar and elbow brand.com put in the code WPP. Uh, you get a discount there. Um, cool shirts. This is one of them. Um, and that's it. All right. Cool. Lars. Uh, probably, uh, you can find me on Instagram at Lars Fredrickson. You can find me on Twitter at roots radical zero one. And, uh, I kind of want to be driving the car for you, Petey, you know what I mean? Oh. But just don't make me stay in there at this time. You know, with the windows rolled up. That's Never but, again. Um, no, not with the dog. I mean, no. But uh, it's been awesome. I love you guys. All right. Uh, Unspeeded DPF. That's where you can find me. Wrestling Perspective on Fight Network. Mondays and Friday nights. Make sure you go watch it there. YouTube channel. We'll post, we'll post stuff. We'll do. Maybe we'll do more live stuff, guys. I kind of enjoyed this connecting yeah, with people. This is fun. All right. Uh, enjoy your trip to Florida, Lars. Good Thanks. luck. All right, guys. Have a good night. Enjoy WrestleMania weekend. <laughs>